Welcome to Round Hill Radio, the podcast from Round Hill Community Church. Through our conversations, we discover the holy and the ordinary, find moments of grace and peace, and redefine what we're talking about when we talk about faith. Welcome to Round Hill Radio. I'm Leslie. I'm Dan. Welcome, Dan. How are you today? Good to be back. He's very exciting. I Yeah, I'm even more tie. I'm very excited to be here to rejoin with you on Round Hill Radio. Yes, our audio listeners will be thrilled that you're wearing a tie. <laughs> That's a good point. Good point. You can describe the tie so they can have a nice visual. Yes. Well, our YouTube, YouTube, uh, our YouTube viewers will have a treat today. With there you go. Thank you for that. So we wanted to record this today to talk a little bit about our upcoming Ash Wednesday service. Um, it is obviously a little different this year. So let's start back on how it normally is and sort of air quotes normal. Um, what will you, for those of us, um, not for those of us, I'm usually there, for those who aren't normally present at our Ash Wednesday services, can you describe a little bit about what they're like? Uh, yeah, sure. And, and definitely things are very different this year. It's probably an understatement <laughs> of, of the word. But yeah, in normal times, the last few years, our Ash Wednesday service, uh, well, it, it kicks off, it launches us into the season of Lent. And so for some people, it's important to know that this begins a period of 40 days of preparation, of spiritual preparation, and other types of mental and even sort of physical preparation for the journey of Lent that leads us to Easter. And so we gather together, you know, in the years past, uh, generally in our church parlor. So that's been kind of nice. It's been this smaller, intimate space, and we will have readings, and there's beautiful pieces of music. And in the past, it's been a contemplative type of service, reflective service. We will uh, participate in the Lord's Supper, you know, Holy Communion together. And then at the end of the service, we would have uh, the imposition of ashes. So we would uh, traditionally burn the palm branches that had been used in Palm Sunday the year prior. And with those ashes, we would receive uh, the mark of the cross on our foreheads and then be, be blessed and sent out on our way uh, that evening, but also sent out on our way for that whole season of Lent. So that's what we've done the last few services. And they've been really intentional to be, to be intimate, to be reflective as well. Yeah, absolutely. And it's usually, you know, in, in, in some traditions too, people will celebrate Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday or Pancake Tuesday, where you kind of use up all the, the fat and the carbs that a lot of people choose to give up for Lent. Um, so it's a real contrast between the bright and cheerful and jubilant Tuesday to a really reflective, I hate to use somber because we really save somber for Holy Week, but it's a real, I think, did you use the word meditative? I find it very meditative, um, you know, sort of calm. I think, I think calm, I think dark, I think candlelight. Um, worship is often very joyous, especially around Hill. We have a good time. We celebrate and we worship and we sing and we pray. And it's always, to me, I find it just a really uplifting experience. And I think it's a nice contrast for Ash Wednesday that you really, you kind of go really inward 
Mm-hmm. Um, and to do that with other people and to do that with your faith community is a really special, like almost intimate experience. Um, I find the music is always really beautiful. It will also be beautiful this year. Um, and I think it's a really wonderful service. I always really enjoy it um, as an experience. And I always leave feeling feeling like I've grown a little bit, um, even as a, as a worship leader. So let's pivot to how has the pandemic affected this other thing? <laughs> we, how we has it not, yeah. done, right, that are different. Oh um, and yeah. so, you know, we're approaching the year mark of the pandemic. We were on, I think, what was it? The f- second Sunday, second or third Sunday in Lent when, when everything shut down here in Connecticut, at least. Um, That's right. A year ago, we were preparing to have Ash and Wednesday service in the parlor and we were launching our sermon series on, on for Lent. And you're right. I think it was the second Sunday or the third Sunday of March that we, we went virtual and uh, we're continuing to meet that way. So logistically I mean, the service will be virtual. So that's one of the differences from, from last year. Uh, but I think there's some more differences um, as, as needs have emerged during this pandemic, we've, we've focused, well, we've learned about what we really need as a community, what unites us, what is really the most helpful and beneficial, you know, for all of us during this pandemic. And I think that's been a driving force and factor for, for all of our planning of all of our worship services, but especially for, you know, Ash Wednesday. And, you know, thinking back, you had mentioned Mardi Gras and, and you know, how so often Ash Wednesday, the season of Lent for many people is, is just uh, about fasting. It's like, all right, I'm going to give up chocolate. Like that's what Lent is for me. I'm going to give up uh, coffee or, um, or something. But I think especially now, with this pandemic, it's not so much about the external, whether we going to give up, whether we not going to do, it's really much more the internal, you know, what's going on in our hearts, what's going on in our lives. We're feeling that we are in this, this liminal space, this kind of threshold, this in-between space. And for us to be able to kind of sit with that and enter fully into that for this period of, of 40 days and see what God's doing in the midst of all of that. And uh, so we'll be focusing on kind of the internal and the intentions of, of what Ash Wednesday launches us into. And, and the way I like to look at it for my own life is what do we want to celebrate after this period of 40 days? What do we want to celebrate individually? What do we want to celebrate as a faith community? How will we be different after we emerge from the the season of Lent. And so that just, if that's the goal in mind, then that has already impacted how we're planning to to lead and organize uh, this particular Ash Wednesday service. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too, because, you know, there's so, you know, with, with, with Lent being a little on the earlier side this year, I think it's a really interesting opportunity to like re up on the intentions you set for new year. And we did a whole podcast on, on new year's, you know, air quote resolutions. And I think for me, it's giving me a nice opportunity to like sit down and be like, how, how's it going? 
what, you know, how can I tweak this or can I just recommit to myself the things that I identified as being valuable for me and things I identified as being, um, you know, a way to be better to myself. Um, and I think, I think Lent gives us that kind of opportunity to really reflect and, and, and take that time again, which is so nice. Cause you know, we have that, a lot of us do that right at the beginning of the year and it's so easy to peter out and get distracted and have so many things that we forces out of our control that sort of pull at us. And so it's a nice opportunity to say, okay, so what do I need in my own life and in my own spiritual life? So yeah, it's a timely reminder. It's a timely reminder. And sometimes, you know, and things have already changed from New Year's. You know, whatever resolutions or intentions you had, things have already changed, you know, from now until then. So this can serve as a, as a timely, uh, helpful reminder. And I also think about this for this year. You're asking me what's different too, is, you know, people make the jokes of uh, blurs day, right? Like every day is the same. Mm-hmm. You don't know what day it is, right? Every day is the same living for the weekends, the weekends are all basically the same, right? And and we're all feeling that, I think. And also the calendars. I mean, a 2021 calendar, what does it look like? It's just blank. Right? <laughs> like so I actually think this year having a season, a, a season that the Christian church celebrates is helpful for us. We have something to look forward to. It's it's a marking point where Every other time of the months and these weeks are all blending into each other. This is a set aside time to say something new is happening. It's a new season of the Christian church that we're actually entering into. And we're marking that together as a, as a community. And that can actually begin 40 days of maybe for some people new and maybe new routine or new practices that they can incorporate, you know, just uh, last week, we had our first um, series of health and wellness and Susan Gesto was our guest. And she was talking about during the pandemic, how important it is for all of us to maintain like a regular schedule to maintain routines. It's hard to, when our calendars are just, you know, blank and, and it, that can be challenged, but routines are really helpful to ground us. Mm-hmm. And Lent can actually be very helpful in that we're maybe picking up some new routines that can just give us a sense of normalcy, as close to that word as you can get during this pandemic. And so that can be really helpful for our community. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. So what is this service going to look like? You and I actually, full disclosure, that you and I, right before filming this podcast, had like 45 minute conversation about how we wanted to shape this service. So let our listeners in a little bit on it. So what, what can they expect when they click that link to join us on, uh, on the evening of, I hold on, I got this Wednesday, February 17th. <laughs> yes. At 7 PM. And I'm glad we had that conversation Leslie, because now I have more information to share than I did an hour ago. So this is, this is very good. Yeah. So, it, you know, it will be different. Uh, obviously it's going to be virtual, but we're also looking to make it more, you know, as interactive as, as we can. I think one of the things that we realized collectively is the importance of, of community. So even though last year and the years prior, we physically met together in one space, it, it was really meant to be much more, as you said, a reflective, meditative, individual experience. Um, and that was good. That's what we needed. That's what we wanted. 
And you know, people would arrive in silence and sometimes leave in silence. So this year, we're not going to be meeting physically together in one space, but we are going to be together virtually in this sacred space that we're creating. And I actually hope our, our intention and our prayer is that there'll be an increased level of, of interactivity, of engagement, of community. And so it's almost you know, you know, ironic in that we won't be physically together, but the hope is that we will feel more closely knit together than perhaps we have in previous years for Ash Wednesday service, because this is what we need more of. So yeah, you'll click on the link and we'll have about a 45 minute service. There will be a scripture that's read. We'll have some beautiful pieces of music that have been pre-recorded that we'll get a chance to listen to and reflect on. There'll be a, a brief reflection of the scripture that I'll offer, but this will lead to a collective time of, of response. We, we want to listen and learn from one another. And so we will open up the, the Zoom to hear from people about our intentions and what we've learned from the scripture and talk about that for, you know, for, for a while. And then we'll have some opportunities to, to physically do things together from the safety and comfort of our home, but we'll watch everyone do that together. So there'll be lighting of candles. Uh, they'll be taking of communion, you know, with, with the bread and juice and uh, whatever you have you know, available at your home. And then we will conclude the service with a, uh, a blessing, a benediction that we can all participate in, every single one of us, that will unite us and send us forth into the season of Lent together. And so it will be, uh, you'll have materials. We'll, we'll ask you to, to collect and you know, have candles and have bread and something to drink and have some water. And we will be doing some of these rituals together, but making them as communal as possible. Absolutely. I think it's, you know, as, as cliche as it sounds, I think it's a really, it's affording us a really interesting opportunity to create a real community moment um, where if, if I think you, when you and I were starting to discuss this service, like we do every year, um, I think this year felt more challenging than ever, but I think, I think we're finding some really interesting ways to use this online platform to create these special moments. And so I'm excited to share that with everybody. So we invite you, um, you will get information about this in your email. If you are not currently receiving emails from Roundhill Community Church, you can visit roundhillcommunitychurch.org to sign up for what we call our e-blast, which is a Wednesday email that has lots of um, information and fun things that are happening around our community. Um, they're short and they're, they're to the point, so we promise, so we don't we don't fill your emails full of full of spam. So we invite you to sign up for that if you're not already getting emails, and we'll really look forward to seeing you on February 17th. So thanks for taking this time with me today, Dan. Thank you for the invitation. It was fun, and we hope to see you on Ash Wednesday and spread the word. This is a great opportunity to reconnect with church members who even have moved past this place, but we can all gather virtually. So it's in one of the many silver linings of this uh, digital world that we're living in now. So we hope to see many of you on Ash Wednesday. All are welcome. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Round Hill Radio is brought to you by the friends and members of Round Hill Community Church. For more information, please visit roundhillcommunitychurch.org.